It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each of our listeners today. I am very grateful that you have tuned in to this show today. And uh, it is going to be exciting. I have a very exciting brand new diva with me, Gina Laso. And she is going to speak about Integrita Productions. Oh, my. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Gina, could you please just introduce yourself to our listeners today? Uh, Well, thank you so much for including me in today's podcast. I'm so excited. Um, To introduce myself, I don't know how to do that. I'm I'm better behind a camera capturing other people, so it's a little foreign to me to be talking (laughs) for myself. I'm usually (laughs) coaching people. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's a great way to put it. You're the uh, camera person behind the scenes making it, taking all the memory shots of everything for everybody to look at and have memories of. That is beautiful. Exactly. I love that intro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Well, tell us a little bit on Integrita Productions. Uh, explain to our listeners today exactly what that is. Yeah. Integrita Productions is a company that I started um, integrita is an Italian word for integrity, and I just feel like that's important to me to bring integrity to whatever I do. And basically, it started as a graphic design business. I was doing newsletters and business cards and um, logos and some basic design. But over the past, oh gosh, 30 years, it's developed more and more into business promotion, and that's how I got into the video capture and capturing the essence of a product or a sales, whatever. And then it morphed into book design. So I do a lot of book layouts, and I help um, self-published authors kind of get a feel for the process if they've never done it before. So, yeah, it incorporates a lot of different creative aspects, and I, I just feel so blessed to be a part of it. Oh, wow. That does. And I, I love the name, Integrity, because that says it all right up front. Mm-hmm. You're honest and people can trust you and that is beautiful mm-hmm. i love that well thank you what you're so welcome well what made you so passionate about wanting to be able to help people in designing different logos and books and all kinds of things why why are you passionate about this Gina? well back when i started um you know i graduated with a graphic design degree and i just am a creative person ever since i was a little girl and so to be able to express a thought encapsulate a feeling and portray that for people to see it and feel it and know it that's been just an impassion in me my whole life i always want to express um So, yeah, that's what started the art field for me. But then uh, 20 years ago, I wrote a book, and I was passionate about expression through words, so I expressed, and didn't have a clue on how to get that out of my hands 
into print form so other people can read it. So I went down that path um, creatively of printing a book for myself. And through that process, I learned that there are so many avenues to go through that, how to figure it out. It's very overwhelming. So because I conquered that, I have a new passion um, over the past 20 years that has developed to help other authors do the same thing. Oh, wow. Oh, that, no wonder you have such a passion for it. You've lived it, and that's Mm -hmm. what makes it even so much more meaningful to you. Well, bringing that in, you said it's a process. Could you explain a little bit of the process, some of the steps that if we have some listeners on that are going, well, I am in the process of writing a book, and I'm kind of in the same place. What are some of the processes and the steps that people go through in getting their words put out in a book form? Yeah, I I found that every single person out there that wants to put their efforts in writing, they've done a lot of the work before I even see it. And it comes in the form of the words and the editing. So when it comes to me, it's basically their baby that hasn't been birthed yet. It is just a concept. It's a manuscript. It's a rough form. And what it takes is um, just tender care in helping a person through dialogue to figure out, okay, what is this end product going to look like? Is this um, an informational book? Is this a memoir? Is this a cookbook? And each type of book takes on a different life through paper choice, through formatting, different margins, different fonts, and the creative art process will enhance the essence of the project. And so that's where I come in. I kind of help in that unknown stage of, okay, I've got words, but what do I do with it to make people understand the essence of it? And that's where Mm -hmm. the beauty of it comes together. And then once it's, it's in the computer and it's a beautiful form, then it's about, okay, how do we print this thing? What paper? What um, treatment of the cover? Is it a hard book? Is it a softback book? Um, So yeah, there's a lot of different components and I guess passion is to help these authors feel comfortable with the process that they make all the decisions based on a lot of information presented easily because it's just so much. There's so much to know about all that stuff. Oh, wow. Wow. You are the uh, kind of the person, but like I saw on a news article that one of the papers had done on you called Book Midwife, and it said birthing a book. And I'm like, you just explained that so well, I thought, book, midwife, I hadn't quite heard that one. <laughs> yeah, and you want to know what's so cool is I never took on that term myself. It was just that's what people started referencing me as. Here in the Midwest, um, there is that culture. There's perhaps the Amish culture or um, a homegrown culture that a midwife is an understandable term for something to be birthed, okay? But what's so funny is there's there is a book midwife who has copyrighted this term, and she's in the U.K. She reached out to me that very same day saying, do you know that I'm the book midwife? <laughs> I said, well, I did not know that. I want to know you if you're the book midwife. So anyway, we have since developed a friendship, and um, I help her here in the United States, and you know she helps me in the U.K., and we've got a great partnership. Um, but now I've, you know, humbly 
become the book uh, designer and coach. <laughs> I'm the book <laughs> designer and coach. I will coach you to, uh, you know, triumph over getting a self-published book out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, I love all that. That is so <laughs> neat. And I, I love, I mean, midwife, when I think of midwife and the name of your of productions, it all comes together because you trust the midwife. You know they're going to be honest with you, and that's exactly what the name of your Integrita Productions is. Oh, it just all fits together so well. Oh, thank you so much. That is really, really neat. I love that. And then I love the connection of clear cross, as I say it, across the pond in another country. (laughs) You something so simple has connected the two of you and now you've become friends through it. Wow. Oh yeah. And it's really based on honesty and and like you said, and integrity. And that really is important to me and it was important to her and, Mm -hmm. you know, just being transparent with the process. Yes. Yes. Just, just being open and honest with people and letting Mm -hmm. them know what they need to do and help them make help give them options so they can make the decisions that they're going to be happy with in the end. Oh, that is, that is incredible. Well, and as I think about that, the two of you connected like that, I've done other interviews and we always talk about, we all live under the same sky. We're all Mm -hmm. in the same, under the same sky. So you guys just connected through something you had in common. Oh, that is awesome. And that you can <laughs> stay connected like that. Wow. What a friendship. What a beautiful friendship mm. you built. <laughs> well, like on the books, do you help, um, like they tell you what the book is about then do you come in and maybe come in with some, like I'm not a person that's good at drawings or anything. Graphic design is not one of my things uh, in life. So <laughs> I would go, what kind of, so if I was doing a book about horses and then you could come in and do you help design the cover then to match what the stories or the words are about in the book? Yes. Yes. That's my, that's my task. hmm is to give oh. the essence on the cover because people sometimes they say you know uh, don't judge a book by its cover, but people do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do. They mm-hmm. want to know about what it's going to feel like by the picture visually, by how that cover feels in your hands. Um, it all makes an impact on if you're going to read that book or not. Uh huh. Oh, I I would agree so much because that picture brings energy into you to let you know whether you kind of connect with that book by that design on the front, how important that is for people to be able to market their book. Oh, wow. That's incredible. I love that too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what all kind of books have you helped people go through? Uh, How, what kind of books have you helped birth? I guess I will put it that way. Just, I guess so many. I mean, I've done children's books. I've done books for the literacy programs in some of the schools, um, cookbooks. Like the last uh, really, really cool project was just recently um, called The Quarantine Kitchen. And it's how we all became chefs during the pandemic. It started (laughs) in New York in um, a gal's house. Her and her daughters were sitting around during the early stages of the COVID thing last year. And said, you know, we're all home, we're all in our kitchens, we're all cooking, why don't we start a Facebook page? 
to share our recipes with each other since we're all homebound. We're all these home cooks. And they did. And that little um, Facebook page bloomed into now over 40,000 members. It was such a hot thing at the beginning, and a year later it, it bloomed. Well, along the way, and I was a member of that group, somebody posted, hey, we ought to put a cookbook together of these recipes. So I thought, you know, I can help. So I reached out to the admin. We became fast friends, and she goes, let's tackle this. Let's do it. So basically what she did, she sent me all the submissions from like 100 different home cooks that put recipes towards this. And piece by piece, fragment by fragment, photo by photo, I just compiled this beautiful uh, over 250-page book with recipes, with stories, and all the proceeds, her whole desire was for the um, the Tunnels to Towers, uh, let's see, let me get it right because it's a big, big, big name, um, Tunnels to Towers Foundation, but it's for the COVID-19 Heroes Fund. So all the proceeds of this go to the frontline um, workers for COVID, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. through this sales of the book, um, she's able to give a very, very good donation to this cause. And it was even so hot that it was on the Rachel Ray show a couple weeks ago, this cookbook, and she was promoting it. So it's really cool, you know, to be involved in something that really helps a cause. So I really liked yes. that project. That was really fun. Oh, it was fun. And how you took all those recipes, basically they just gave you the information. And you started creating on how to put everything together to make mm-hmm. it uh, very appetizing and very desirable to the public out there. Yeah, oh, it had wow, to be congruent. I mean, there's different voices in the different style of how people write a recipe. There's different, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you use, you know, tablespoon or teaspoon, and so you write it as a tea. Or do you write it as a capital T? I mean, there's different, everybody submitted different ways, and I had to put it all congruent so it all flowed together and became one piece of many fragments. And so I guess that's kind of my desire, too, with any book. Mm -hmm. You know, like even if a person's writing their memoir, they have fragments throughout their whole life, and I feel really inspired to help people bring fragments together and become whole. So that's kind of like the the deeper part of what I love to do is help people organize that and Mm -hmm. have one beautiful shining product out of many, many, many different layers and fragments. Oh, oh, that is beautiful. Wow. And what what a feeling of uh, accomplishment and gratitude inside of you it must be when you know that you have helped somebody like with this cookbook and then it's going to a cause that's near and dear to to these girl ladies oh wow that must be a great feeling gina (laughs) i love it i cry i cry and then when i hear the response like i i know that daisy is part of this group and I know that she, you know, she so delights me because she gets so excited when a book project is done. I cry because she's so grateful that it all came together. <laughs> and it just, she sings, and it, and it really does my heart well. And actually, she was one of the first women to call me the book midwife, birthing books for her. So that was fun. 
Oh, Daisy was. Oh, yeah. how awesome. Oh, and Daisy is such a special lady as a host and just a friend on Divas That Care, too. She is just a beautiful person. Oh, we oh, all love I Daisy. Love her. I know. I <laughs> yeah. love her. Oh, that is awesome that she was the first one that called you a book midwife. But knowing yep. Daisy, that that sounds very much like what Daisy would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. And then from that, her calling you that, you meant the lady in the UK. Wow, what what a uh, full circle it goes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's oh. really neat. Oh, that is neat. Well, and I also saw on your Facebook page, there was a children's book. And did you do something very similar with it, like you did the cookbook where you put little children's stories together? Or oh, is it more of a... which one was that? Yeah, which, do you remember which one that was? It's hard for me to recall. People, People Pride and Promise? Oh, yeah, that was a project about the Dockham sit-in in Wichita. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, that project came to me as um, already illustrated. So they had an illustrator. They had a story. Uh-huh. And my job uh-huh. was to take the, the illustration, match it with the words of story, and put it together in a really pleasing form that flowed from cover to cover. Uh-huh. So I took pieces, you know, and, and made it congruent. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. And that would, I mean... To me, that almost sounds like more of a challenge because you are capturing a child's attention. And oh, they, right. some of them, yeah, they love to read and some that aren't so excited about reading, but they see illustrations and it gets them excited. So that would, oh, wow, that was quite a challenge. Oh, congratulations yeah, really, on putting all that. <laughs> Thank you. And and I love that because I guess I have eyes to see who sees the book and how uh-huh. they perceive it. And, yeah, there is a different way to try. I didn't really – I don't think about it consciously. Thanks for bringing that out. But, yeah, I do have to really <laughs> consider what a child sees. And there are different fonts, different typefaces that are part of the literacy program. And so they've determined – recently kind of what those are and they're not fancy letters they, they have to be very easily read um, the contrast has to be right the everything has to flow and, and for some challenges for some kids to be able to also read the same book so yeah it has wow. to go you know different layers yes. of that Yes, there would definitely be multiple and, layers of that and yet wow. you know I've done books for an older generation and there was mm-hmm. one generation um, who I think he was in his 90s had a memoir about his life and he wanted that typeface big enough <laughs> for his poor eyesight <laughs> and so we made that book huge I mean it was a nice sized book like the letters were huge in it but that was his end goal he wanted his friends to be able to read it so we had uh-huh. to cater to that you know all into the spectrum yeah Right, and you have to be adaptable and uh, have the ideas in order to capture all of that, like he wanted the bigger print and to bring it all together for the older generation to be able to read too. Oh, how beautiful. Wow, girl, you are so well-rounded. I just love it. (laughs) That is is just incredible how you can... uh, 
take all that and put it together to capture the audience that it uh, will be going to. That is that is yeah, very it's beautiful. Really, it's really, words are no good if you can't absorb <laughs> them. You can't. I mean, right. it's it's distraction. I remember I ordered a book because I'm a book gatherer. And so uh-huh. I ordered a book on Amazon and it came to me and there were typos in it and the words, the way they, the words were crept in the crease and you had to open the book, you had to crank it open. And, you know, I sent that book back. I said, you know, I want to read the content, but I can't get past the functionality of it. I cannot read this book. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's poor design. I, I want to see somebody's baby thrive. I don't want to just throw something together, you know, like this book was. Mm-hmm. It really taught me something by seeing that. Wow. Wow. There was a reason why you saw that because mm-hmm. you've seen how it can be done in not a correct way and right. then comparing it to the way that attracts people's attention and wants them to continue to read each page. It gets them yeah. excited, really. And mm-hmm. I feel it's energy. It's a lot of energy that can come off of that book when they see the pictures and, like, the children see the illustrations. Their energy rises that they want to read the book. So it mm-hmm. gives them a desire. Well, that's awesome. That's neat. Yeah. <laughs> well, kind of on another note, then, do you do logos, brochures, posters or do you mainly I know in the beginning you kind of mentioned you do things like that also to help uh, businesses can you tell us a little bit more on some of the other things that you do I still keep my hand in all of it I kind of like a jack-of-all-trades when it comes to the (laughs) that piece of it you know if somebody Uh needs something like right now I am working on a logo um, and it's been taking a process because it has to feel right you know it's for an event center and that logo mm-hmm. has to have the right color. It has to have the right contrast. It has to have the right feel to represent this wonderful event center. So, yeah, I, I still keep my hand in all of it. Whatever is the need, you know, I rise to it. I'll do it. Oh, yes. And when you're speaking of a logo, I can, I can kind of relate because I was thinking of doing a logo on our Benning Ranch. And I'm like, Nothing has ever that I've seen and people have tried to help me with. I'm like, no, that's that just it's <laughs> there's no energy in it. There's nothing Aww. there for me. So I just have never come across. We'll have to talk on that one. <laughs> I think so I know. It's that's just my passion. I guess it's kind of a it's a quirk maybe, even even of mine, that I want to get into the essence and the deep part and express that so everybody can see it. I have a yeah. fortunate ability to be able to see stuff like that, but not everybody can. So no. I have a passion to be able to help other people see what I see. Oh, what a beautiful passion. And I call it a very, very good talent because, like you said, it's not. I wouldn't call it a court because that's a talent <laughs> that you have been given. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. And then you also do help like brochures. If somebody is wanting to have a brochure to hand out or to, and do you do business cards, help design business cards also then? I do. Yeah, I do. I'll do all that. Wow. Oh, man. You just do a little bit of everything. That is Aww. too awesome. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> well, and then on a quick another note, I also see you do videography, and one of the pictures that definitely caught my attention was you had cattle on there. And well, being an animal lover, that was the first one I saw. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love capturing video. It's a whole different platform, a whole different media. You have to treat it differently. But no, I love uh-huh. getting out there in the field. There was a time last year that I was chasing tractors um, <laughs> because I wanted to get behind the tractor with my video camera and get the blades while they were drilling. And, oh, my gosh, I mean, it's so exciting to get up close to things. And, and then things I get to experience by being behind the camera is just it's awesome. It's really fun. Oh, I can believe it. And even, like, behind that tractor with the drill or with a piece of equipment I mean there's kind of the dust in the air and you just catch so many things oh how beautiful well and with these cattle the sky is just magnificent too behind them everything and and the look on the cows faces it just they're like what are you doing (laughs) I know they were very curious about me in their field like what what are you doing in here with us it was funny (laughs) yes that that's exactly what the look on their face is. Uh, what is she doing? Uh-huh. I love it. That is really neat. Well, what all what all kinds of things do you do in the photography? Do you do a little bit or the videography? Do you do everything, or do you try to focus on certain things, or no, what are you whatever really... needs to be captured? What really whatever okay. the need is, I'll capture it. I just did a video shoot yes, uh, two days ago, did the editing yesterday, for a realtor uh-huh. selling a home. So that oh, was a wow. you know beautiful project. And then I've done uh, field ops um, where there's <laughs> trauma-based learning and fire uh-huh. and EMS and stuff is all there, and I, and I capture that. One of those uh-huh. shoots, I got to ride in a helicopter. Um, I got to oh. ride in an ambulance. I know. And oh, and then, wow. you know, even at the hospital, I have been part of marketing um, experiences for, for the hospital that I had to be uh-huh. there at like 5 in the morning putting on a gown and gowning up my camera to be involved in the surgery. Like I'm seeing surgeries. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I capture surgery. So you never know where I'm going to go with this camera, but it's so very cool. Uh-huh. So I just capture uh-huh. the essence, put it in a package uh-huh. so somebody can use it for a marketing video. That's kind of that's kind of my bent. To use it as a marketing video. Oh, yeah. how mm-hmm. beautiful. Though. And, boy, uh, just a little bit you said, that takes you from all realms, from behind a tractor into a surgery room. <laughs> Those are I like, know, right? <laughs> from has two different total spectrums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's really, really neat. And I've done weddings. I've done that kind of a capture. So yeah, it's it's really anything that needs to be archived or kept or beautifully, the essence of it captured. That's me. I do that. Oh wow! Oh, that is just incredible, girl! Wow, you, mm-hmm. you are just very, very talented, is what I would call oh, it. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. You are so welcome. Well, Gina, this interview once again has gone so quickly. Oh my goodness, I have learned so much, and you have shared so much great information to the listeners. This has just been incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I will ask, do you have any little final? tip you would like to leave with our listeners today? Oh, gosh. I don't know what to say other than whatever project 
um, that you're involved in, um, just mm-hmm. breathe and um, try to see it, try to put it together, and, and, you know, it'll happen. You know, organically things come together. And just to breathe and seek out the right kind of references to help with that. Oh, what a beautiful tip. Beautiful. Kind of what's in your heart and you have a passion for, follow it. And it'll it'll all come to life. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, beautiful. I loved it. Well, Gina, I must ask, will you be I would be honored to have you back on Robust Lifestyles again later on where you can keep us updated on all the new happenings that are happening in your mm-hmm. Integra productions. <laughs> that would be I would be honored, yes. Thank you. Oh, you are so welcome. Well, thank you so much for being my guest. This was so much fun. I loved it. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. Yes. You are so welcome, Gina. And I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this wonderful interview with our amazing diva, Gina Laso. Please share this with all your family and friends. And be sure to check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Have a fantastic day. Be kind to all. Give your animals an extra hug and share your love with them, too. Until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.